Good day and welcome to this podcast session with Ngochuku Alina. And I'll be beginning a series titled The Purpose Question, where we intend to look at what exactly purpose means. I would like to take my text from the book of Luke in the Bible, Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 21. I read from the NIV translation. The Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free the year of the Lord's favor. And they rolled up his gold, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. In the eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fasting him. He began by saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you because this is the day you have made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it because the Bible says, the entrance of your word giveth light and understanding to the simple. We ask today that, Father, you speak to us, you illuminate our hearts with your word, bring to our understanding the reason for why you have called us, that we will walk according to your path, and that through these teachings you open our understanding, you open our eyes to the purpose of our existence. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I would like to start by saying, there is no useless person on earth. No one was born without a reason. The challenge, however, is that many do not know the reason for their birth. As such, they live their lives carelessly. We find out, we find out that several persons are just wandering over the surface of the earth without a direction without a purpose, without knowing the reason for their existence. Many walk over the surface of the earth with too many anxiety, too many doubts, without having a clear vision for their lives. Many are living in a state of confusion because they have not actually come to terms with why they were born. In the beginning, when God created man, the Bible said that God created a blueprint why he made man why he made man God, God, God did not just design man God did not just create man for creating sake God created man for a reason and the reason was outlined in the scriptures from the beginning the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 down to 31 the Bible says so God created mankind in his own image in the image of God, He created them. Male and female, He created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Fill over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. It will be yours for food and to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground. Everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food, and it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. 
So you find out that when God created man, he had a reason in mind. He had a purpose in mind. He had an intention for creating man. And that intention was for man to be fruitful and to increase. And that was purpose defined in that verse. To be fruitful and to increase, to multiply in number. If we read further back to verse 26, the Bible says, And God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Now, you cannot dominate if you are walking outside your sphere. You cannot have increase, you cannot be fruitful and multiply when you are walking in a path that is not your own. Many people are laboring and walking in other areas which is not their place, which is not their, their, their place of calling. Mistakes, they are not finding fulfillment, they are not finding joy, and that's why every day they struggle. Have you found, have you found, have you seen somebody who is laboring in his field? This person excels and works without struggling. Everything they do, they do it seamlessly with joy and gladness. And you begin to wonder if there's something that's attached. The only thing that is attached is because they are walking in the path of their calling. If you see people who, are, who people who are naturally gifted, who are naturally talented, do something, they do it seamlessly and easily. As against people who are trying to learn, who are trying to, to, to do such things even though they are not skilled in it, there will be a clear difference. So the purpose question attempts to make us understand that everyone has a unique reason for their existence. And until this reason is discovered, men will live in illusion men will live in an opaque state men will not function in their utmost capacity men will struggle to live a life of influence men will struggle to live a life of significance so it behoves in us to now check ourselves look down within to discover the reason why we were born like i said in the beginning there is no useless person on earth people who have not discovered the reason why we were born live lives carelessly live lives without direction if you find that doubt you are turning life you are turning in circles with no direction with no plan with no headway you should take a moment and look at yourself ask yourself if you are actually functioning in your area of calling if you're actually functioning in your area of fulfillment, if you're actually functioning in the place where you find joy, a quick way to know you're not functioning in the place of purpose is if what you are doing does not give you fulfillment. Is if what you are doing does not give you joy. Is if what you are doing does not give you does not give you a sense of belonging. If you find that that's where you are, the state of life where you are in. Is a place where you always complain where you always feel bitterness that it could be an indication that you are walking outside of purpose remember when god created man and placed him in the place of purpose placed him in the place of purpose you will discover that man functioned seamlessly it was so easy for adam to name all the animals in the garden once he looks at them and it was so why because he was functioning in the place of his calling he was functioning in the place of his purpose but immediately adam left that place of purpose 
he began to misbehave. He began to struggle. He began to suffer. He began to have challenges. He began to have issues with himself. So the purpose question be categorized into five points. The what, the where, the why, the how, and the when. The what, the where, the why, the how, the when. The five purpose questions. So you could start by asking, what am I born to do? What am I born to do? Why was I born? Why am I born? Why am I enough? Where am I supposed to fulfill my purpose? How am I supposed to go about the reason for my existence? And when am I supposed to do this? In the course of this discovery, the course of this series, we attempt to answer these five purpose questions. And we trust God to help us to break it down according to His will. The what, the where, the why, the how, the when of purpose. We believe that as we go through this series, by the grace of God, we are able to demystify the mysteries behind purpose and people will come to a knowledge, the understanding of why they were born and how to function in purpose. Join us again next time for the series on the purpose question. We trust that you are blessed. Please subscribe to this channel and share this message with your friends. Let us pray as we close. Heavenly Father, we thank you because your word has come forth to open our understanding as to why we were born. So begin this series on the purpose question. We ask that as we continue to illuminate our hearts with your word and help us to function in the path where you have called us unto. Through this series, open the hearts of men, bless us according to your will, and that we will walk according to your path and will become men of influence and significance according to your will in our lives and our generations and for generations to come. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for answering our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Hello and welcome to another podcast session with Ugochuku Alina. We continue in our series on the purpose question. And in this episode, we attempt to answer the five purpose questions. The what, the how, the why, the where, and the when. We trust God to give us illumination as we look into his word and help us to discover and fulfill our purpose in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us into this session again. We will look into your word as we learn how to discover and fulfill purpose. We ask, Lord, as we delve into these teachings, you teach us and help us to be blessed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'll take my text from Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. The Bible says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Amen. Now, from this verse, we see that God is a God of purpose. God never created anything 
without a definite description of what it should serve. From creation, we see that when God made man, he made him with purpose in mind, so that man will function to his best capacity. God answered the purpose questions when creating man. And if we follow this template, we'll be on our way not just to purpose discovery, but its fulfillment. When God was creating man, he did not just create man to become a piece of art or a, a, a creature that just graces the earth. He created man to fulfill a purpose. And even when God was creating man, he was teaching man the steps on how to discover and fulfill his purpose. We'll quickly look at the five purpose questions and we'll be able to see how God showed us what it means to discover and fulfill purpose. Question number one is what? The what question, what am I supposed to do? In the Bible where we read, the verse where we read, the Bible said, and God said, let us make man. God had an intention. God had a definition of what he wanted to do. God did not just set out to, to create or design anything. He knew what he wanted to achieve eventually. He said, let us make man. He didn't just say, let us make a being, let us make a creature. He was defined, it was definite. He said, let us make man. So we see that God knew the end goal of what he wanted to create, which was man. In purpose, discovery, and fulfillment, we must have our end goal in sight. What do we intend to achieve? What exactly are we driving at? What is the end point of where we are going to? What is the end point of what we want to achieve? God knew what his end goal was. He didn't just want to create anything. He knew what he wanted to create. And that thing, that species, that being was man. It was defined. It was definite. In the journey to purpose discovery, you must know what your end goal is. The purpose you want to discover and fulfill. To what end? Is it defined? Is it concise? Purpose discovery is compact and definite. It is not scattered, random, or haphazard. You don't just wake up and say, I want to achieve anything. You must be definite of what you want to achieve. You must be very, very precise in your language, in your terms, in your ambitions, in the thoughts you think, in the decisions you make of about what you want to achieve. What exactly are you driving at? So the purpose question on what am I born to do what am I created to do is definite, it's not scattered, it's not random, it's not half hazard, it is defined. God set out to create man and he said, let us make man. So when you, when you are asking yourself, what am I born to do? You must have it at the back of your mind that there is a definite plan, there is a definite reason for why you were born and that should be your end goal. That should be the end goal of what you want to achieve. What am I created to do? You must be defined. It must be definite. It must be precise. Amen. Number two question is how? How am I going to achieve this my definite goal? This my definite vision? This my definite lifestyle? This my definite career? This my definite purpose that I have come to understand? How is it going to come about? You see, the angel said to Mary in the book of Luke, when she began to wonder and ask and said, how can these things be? Seeing that I know not a man, the angel said, the Holy Ghost will come upon you and the Spirit of the Most High will overshadow you. In essence, the angel was saying, there is something you are carrying. The purpose why this is coming to you now is because you are going to birth the Savior. And how is it going to happen is that the Holy Ghost will come upon you and you shall give birth 
chapter the one who will bring salvation to the world so in in the book of genesis the bible said god said let us make man in our likeness so god did not just say okay i want to make man i have my end goal in sight he also knew how he wanted to make it so when you want to fulfill purpose you must be concise there must be a clear description of how you want it to go you don't just gamble into purpose fulfillment you are definite you are concise you are sure of how you want to achieve it. god said in our likeness he did not just say he didn't say i want to make man like trees he didn't say i want to make man like angels he didn't say i want to make man like shrubs he didn't say i want to make man like animals he didn't say i want to make man like the stars or the sun or the moon he said i want to make man in my likeness in my image so in your purpose question in asking yourself what am i born to do how am i going to fulfill it you must be sure of how it is going to come about you must be sure you must you must have a definite description of how this purpose will be fulfilled purpose must have a description of how it should look like god designed man to look like him to take after his form and likeness as you set out to discover and fulfill purpose what description do you have in mind is it articulate is there a description of what your purpose must or should look like this is why organizations have vision and mission statement they don't just know where they are going to they know how they want to get there you want to fulfill purpose you know what you want to do do you know how you want to achieve it do you know how you want to do it amen so you must be def- definite you must be concise about how you want to fill your vision do you want to get a new degree how do you want to achieve it how do you fund it how do you attend lectures how do you study to achieve it it is not just about having a goal it's not just about having a vision it's not just about discovering your purpose it also involves knowing how to fulfill it knowing what it's going to look like knowing how exactly to be so if you are describing to a layman you can be able to describe it in clear terms man was created to look like god so purpose must have a definition you must be able to def- to describe it coherently even to the most dumbest of beings on earth you must be able to state clearly in ink to even the even an infant you must be able to explain it succinctly to them so they can understand your vision must be legible it must be written down and easy to understand it shouldn't be only you that understands your purpose even those who see you who read about it must be able to understand that this is the path that you are going with that's why the bible says that the vision should be written down so that he that runs may read it means that you alone should not be the one that understands your purpose those that are working with you those that are around you must understand why you are doing what you are doing next question as to purpose fulfillment is why why am i doing this why am i supposed to fulfill purpose why am i born what am i supposed to fulfill after discovering my purpose what what is it supposed to serve what problem is it supposed to solve what solution is it supposed to provide what need is it supposed to meet god said in genesis that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground you see god did not just create man to become a piece of art that he dumped in the garden god created man to work uh, 
God creates man to do something. God creates man to solve a problem. God created man to solve a problem. God created man to meet a need. God created man to provide solution. And that solution was to what? Was to tend the garden. Was to dominate over the livestock and the fish. Was to make sure that the garden was kept in place. So what purpose, what problem is your purpose solving? What solution is it providing? What need is it meeting? Your purpose must have a reason. It must meet a need or solve a problem. What problem is your purpose solving? What need is it meeting? What solution is it providing? The reason why God made man was so he could rule or dominate the earth. So he could stand in for God and govern the affairs of the earth just as God does in heaven. So man wasn't created to be a piece of art that graces the earth and add beauty. He was created to perform God-like duties in the earth realm. In essence, he was meeting a need by being an extension of God on earth. So your purpose serves to solve a problem. In essence, you are taking up a God-like responsibility on earth. So your purpose should be channeled towards meeting a God-ordained need, a God-centered need, a God-centric need. Your purpose should be God-centered and provide a God-centric solution. What need is your purpose meeting? The need that your purpose meeting that your purpose is meeting is it turning people to God or is turning people away from God? As a believer, your purpose should channel people to God. God said man should dominate the earth. God said man should become an extension of himself on earth. So as it is in heaven, let man replicate on earth. That is why he made man in his image. He gave man his spirit. So that man will not think like man, man will think like God and be able to, 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 to reflect the God-like nature, the heaven-like activities on earth. So your purpose, one of the reasons why your purpose is important, why you must discover it, and one of the needs that it should meet is that it should channel people back to God. It should lead people to Jesus. What need is your purpose meeting and ask again? What solution is he providing? A purpose that does not profess solution is just a waste of time. It is said of Jesus that the reason why he came to earth was to save his people from their sins. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, the angel said to Joseph, He said, The child near his womb is giving is, to, is, is, is going to be born so that he will save his people from sin. So Jesus wasn't just born to become a rabbi or a teacher with great wisdom. His purpose, the reason why he was born, why he was come to it, was so that he would save his people from sin. Amen. May God help us in Jesus' name. The next question, number four question is when? When am I supposed to fulfill my purpose? When am I supposed to start functioning in my purpose? When am I supposed to start acting in my purpose? Purpose has timing. Genesis chapter 1 verse 31, God saw all that he had made and it was very good and there was evening and there was morning the sixth day so it would have been very very chaotic if god had created man on the first day because even on the first day there was no light so where would man have functioned there was only water on the surface of the earth on the first day where would god have placed man if god had created man on the first day what what, what fishes of the sea what birds of the air would man have Gain dominion and rule over. 
what guardian would man have tended to tended to if he was created on the first day so purpose has timing and god saw all that he had made and it was very good and there was evening and there was morning the sixth day god creating man on the sixth day was not a mistake it was part of the plan because for man to come and dominate there are certain things that must be in place so god had to make sure that there was light in the heavens there was day and there was night he separated the waters and brought out land he called for the trees and the feet and, and the shrubs he called for the herbs he called for the fishes in the sea he called for the animals on the land he called for the stars in the sky and said man now all these things are in place so that you can come and dominate proper timing is important in purpose fulfillment if God had created man on the first day, where would he have placed him? There was no light, there was no land, there were no veget- vegetations, there were no trees, no shrubs, or even animals to care for. There would be no animal for, for man to name. In Genesis chapter 2, the Bible said in verse 20, So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. So if Adam had been created, if man had been created earlier, what animals would he have named? So a man would just become, just, would just be like a vacuum occupying space. Would, would just be there, redundant, without serving a purpose, without fulfilling any stuff, without, without solving a problem. It would have just been a waste of design, a waste of God's skill and masterpiece. So purpose has timing. It would have been futile for God to have created man on the day earlier than the sixth day. Because timing is important. As there are certain things that must have been in place before man could fulfill the purpose of his creation. Many people suffer in and out of purpose because of inaccurate timing. They have either not learned enough or are not yet fully ready to launch into their purpose. Moses discovered early he had a call, a passion for leadership, a passion to fight injustice. Inside of him was brewing the nature of a freedom fighter. But he appeared too early that it almost cost him his life when he went to separate the fire between an Egyptian and an Israelite to the point that he murdered the Egyptian and buried his body in the soil. Eventually, Pharaoh got to hear about it and he chased him that he almost lost his life. Yes, he had the purpose. He had the call to be a freedom fighter, to be one that would bring his people out of captivity. But he, he appeared too early and it almost cost him his life. Wrong timing in purpose fulfillment can be disastrous. Can be disastrous. Timing is accurate. You have to get ready. You have to learn. You have to put in work. You have to study. You have to learn. You have to gather knowledge. These are vital tools, vital ingredients necessary for purpose fulfillment. You don't just wake up one day and say, oh, I have discovered my purpose and you launch into it. Have you learned enough? Have you studied enough? Have you prayed enough? Timing is accurate, is important in purpose fulfillment. Jesus had to wait 30 years before entering the streets of Jerusalem and started preaching repentance. In the process of time, during those 30 years, the Bible said that at age 12, he went into the synagogue and was disputing scriptures with the professors, with the teachers, with the rabbis, and he marveled at his wisdom. He went to serve. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8, that although he was God, yet lent he obedience 
by the things which he suffered. So Jesus didn't just manifest even though he was God. He waited 30 years because he knew that timing was accurate. If he, sent, if, he, if he started preaching repentance before time, he would have just wasted time because nobody would have believed. Nobody would have accepted the gospel. He would have just wasted time and he would have thought perhaps God did not really send him. But time is accurate. The Bible says immediately he came out of the wilderness after fasting that his fame traveled far because he came out at the right time. While he was about to depart the earth in Luke chapter 24, verse 29, the Bible said, Jesus said to the disciples, He said, Tarry in Jerusalem until you have been endured with power from on high. In essence, he was telling them that, Yes, you have been commissioned to go and preach the gospel, but wait until you receive power. Because preaching the gospel without the power and the backing of the Holy Ghost will not yield any result. People will not be convicted of sin. So he said to them, Wait. No wonder on the day of Pentecost, just in the first preaching, at the right time, over 3,000 souls were added to the, church, to the church because purpose has a definite timing. Timing is important in purpose fulfillment. Amen. Amen. Purpose that attempts to be fulfilled before its time always suffers. It either breeds frustration, discouragement, disappointment, and ultimately burnout. Watch out for proper timing before launching out into purpose. Finally, the fifth question on purpose fulfillment is where? Where am I going to fulfill my purpose? Purpose has a location. Purpose has a defined location where it is to be fulfilled. Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to walk it and take care of it. So God did not create man to fulfill purpose and place him in heaven or place them in the sky, or place them in the river, in the seas, or place them on trees. God placed the man in the garden. Why? Because that was the residence where he was going to fulfill the purpose of his creation. Purpose has a defined location. When Jesus started preaching, he did not go out and start preaching in the towns of Samaria or the towns of the Gentiles. He preached in Jerusalem. Why? Because he knew that that was his jurisdiction for which he would fulfill his purpose before it was spread. And he knew that for the gospel to spread, he had to commission the disciples. Later said, take the gospel to Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria, and all the other uttermost parts of the earth. There was defined location. Purpose has a definite location. So it would be unwise to take your purpose fulfillment outside of your God-ordained location. You see, when God told Jonah to go to Nineveh and preach to them, he was sending him to his location of purpose fulfillment. But as long as Jonah was headed in the opposite direction toward Tashish, he experienced turbulence. He experienced, he experienced chaos on the sea, such that he almost lost his life. And not only his life, he also put at risk the life of those that were standing with him. When we function outside our location for purpose fulfillment, we will attract turbulence. We will attract disaster. And this disaster we are talking about may not be only for us. It could also pose danger to those who we are sent to, to those who are joining with us. As long as Jonah was heading towards Tashish, he was going to experience turbulence. But look at immediately he was thrown out of the, the ship into the sea. There was 
kind there was peace instantly why because a man was now going to the place where he was going to fulfill purpose your purpose has a defined location your purpose has a defined location purpose fulfillment outside your god ordained location is stressful dangerous and life-threatening not just for you but to those joining with you when god called paul and when he was going to be commissioned to be an apostle ananias received the message that went to him, and god said to him he has been ordained to be an apostle to the gentiles and to preach to the lost sheep of israel that was a defined location in acts chapter 9 Acts chapter 9, verse 15. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. Defined location for purpose fulfillment. You cannot fulfill purpose if you are in the wrong location. Find your niche. Find your area of giftedness. Find your own audience and thrive in it. Then you begin to experience fulfillment in the areas of purpose. As long as Paul preached to the Gentiles, to their kings and to the people of Israel, to the people of Israel, he excelled. You see, people struggle to find audience because they are so struggle to sell their purpose, purpose struggle, to, struggle to fulfill purpose because they are they are ministering to the wrong audience. They are ministering to the wrong crowd. They are in the wrong place. They are in the long, wrong location. Yes, called. Yes, right purpose, but wrong location. So it is important that we don't just discover purpose. We must know the location that we have sent to. As a means of a recap, we have learned today that purpose requires us to know what we are called to do, how we are supposed to achieve it, what problem we are supposed to solve, the why for purpose fulfillment, when as regards timing when you're supposed to fulfill purpose and be as regards location because it's very important that we don't just discover why we are born we must we must realize that we have a definite crowd a definite audience a definite market that we are sent to to fulfill our purpose this brings us to the end of this discussion on the five purpose questions we trust that this lesson has blessed us and we believe that as you listen to this, you'll be blessed, you'll be able to see how to navigate the journey towards purpose, discovery, and fulfillment. We trust God to come to us again next time for another series, another continuation, another episode on this discussion of purpose, fulfillment, and the purpose question. Please send us feedbacks, subscribe to our channel, and share this message with your friends. Let us pray as we close. Heavenly Father, we thank you again because your word has come to edify us. We ask, Father, that you have learnt, you help us to thrive in these lessons. Teach us your way and help us to discover for purpose, to fulfill it and to walk in it according to your plans for us. Thank you, Jesus, because we are blessed. In Jesus' name, blessed. we pray. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you. See you next time.